Hi guys, it's Claire, and this is Body, Birth and Beyond. This is the no bullshit fitness meets midwifery podcast that you need in your life if you are currently trying to conceive, if you're pregnant, or if you've recently had a baby. So grab yourself a cuppa and get stuck in because boy, have I got some content for you. Hi loves, thanks for coming back to Body, Birth and Beyond. This is episode four. And in this one, I'm gonna talk about nutrition in pregnancy because there is one big myth in particular, which I think needs a bust in. Um, so I'm gonna talk about that and also like why it's a myth. I'm hopefully gonna be able to go into it a little bit and explain. And then also give some other like tips and pointers about how to consider your nutrition in pregnancy so that you can be well and keep yourself well and keep your baby well. So. Without further ado, let's get into it. So the big myth, and you might know what I'm gonna say if you are pregnant or you've recently had a baby, but it's that you need to eat for two when you're pregnant, which you just absolutely don't. It is not true. It's not good advice. In fact, I don't think anybody gives this advice anymore. In fact, I know that no one gives this advice, but it is a myth. And you might, what I mean is when no one gives this advice, I mean no health professionals would give this advice, but you certainly might get this from family members, friends, um, and it's not true. And it's also not really the safest advice or the safest way to think. And the reason it's not true is because your baby doesn't get food from you by the food that you ingest, right? So you eat normally and your body digests your food extracts the nutrients from your food your food passes through your in in gastrointestinal tract and comes out the other end huns in the toilet as it always usually does and when you're pregnant your baby gets nutrients from your blood so it you don't need to eat for two but how your baby gets its nutrients and how you stop being depleted in nutrients is that your circulating blood volume increases by about 50%, which is huge, right? So you have all of the blood volume that you've got now and then half of that again while you're pregnant. And that's so that your body can take oxygenated blood and nutrients to the placenta and exchange that with deoxygenated blood from the from the baby and then the placenta can take the oxygenated blood and the nutrient dense blood to your baby in order to feed and grow your baby and that's how your baby is fed during pregnancy so you definitely don't need to increase your calories and eat more when you're pregnant you do want to think about your nutrition from a perspective of are you getting enough nutrient dense foods? Are you getting enough fruit and vegetables? Are you having enough iron rich foods when you're pregnant? You can become deficient in iron. Um, so thinking about ways that you can increase your, like in, increase iron rich foods is really helpful when you're pregnant, but you certainly don't need to be eating for two people. Now that's not to say that when you get cravings and stuff in pregnancy, that you shouldn't give in to them. Of course, like many women have many different cravings in pregnancy. Sometimes women will be like just craving cheeseburgers all the way through pregnancy. Some women want to just eat donuts. I actually had a woman who said to me once that she liked to, or had the urge to lick the pavement um, when she was pregnant, which is a really weird one. Um, 
but you know, each to their own. Not that I would advise that anyone does that because it's probably not sanitary. But the point of this is that if you have cravings, it's okay to go with that. It's okay to go with your body. But as well as that, you want to really be thinking about the quality of your nutrition that you're having. Um, because you want to be able to give yourself a wide variety of nutrients so that you can enable your body and your baby to grow in the healthiest and best possible way. What I would advise is try and reduce ultra processed foods where you can, because these are going to likely be really high in salt, fat, sugar, and they're not really gonna be the best thing for your health or for your baby's health. I mean, they're not the best thing for your health outside of pregnancy. And of course, occasionally we will all eat ultra processed foods but if you're thinking shit actually my diet is largely really ultra processed foods then really if you're you're pregnant like there's no better time to look at how you can change that because that will benefit not just you but also your baby um and you can develop something called gestational diabetes so gestational diabetes is just diabetes in pregnancy and you can get it even if you've never had diabetes before there are risk factors that will make your chances of getting it slightly higher but you can be someone who has no family history no kind of in um no kind of like added extras that would increase that risk and you could still get it and eating a lot of really highly processed very high fat, very high sugar foods could increase your risk of that. We get gestational diabetes in pregnancy or it, it is a thing because your placenta produces three hormones. It produces estrogen, cortisol and human placental lactogen. Sorry, that's a bit of a mouthful. But those three hormones impact the efficacy of insulin and the role that insulin plays in your body, which is why pregnant women can be at risk of getting gestational diabetes. So anything that you can do in pregnancy that will help reduce that risk is gonna be massive. Cause really like if you can avoid getting it, that would be ideal because it's a bit of a ball ache if you then have to start testing your blood sugars multiple times a day and thinking about cutting out other types of foods and then the impact that the gestational diabetes itself is going to have on your pregnancy you're going to be more likely to be um, offered an induction of labor and then the cascade of intervention starts but that is a conversation for another day another thing to consider is that when you're pregnant you actually require more protein than usual so the recommended daily intake for um, men and women in the UK is, or women in the UK, is 1.2 grams per kilo of body weight. So say if you were 80, or sorry, 70 kilos, that's going to be around 80 grams of protein per day. But actually the research shows us that you probably need about six extra grams per day in order to... Um, provide sufficient a sufficient enough amount of protein for your body when you're pregnant obviously there are lots of physiological changes happening in your body and structural changes and those changes means that your body is growing new tissue as well as growing a whole new baby and we know that for in order for tissue growth to happen we need protein to allow that to happen now for me and my clients, I actually advise my clients eat more protein than that anyway. A lot of coaches 
um, particularly if they're coaching people for fat loss, which I wouldn't be doing in pregnancy, but say I had a one-to-one client who'd been with me for fat loss and then she found out she was pregnant and she wanted to stay on for her antenatal coaching as well. I would probably keep her protein requirements around the same that it had been for fat loss, which is usually closer to like two grams of protein per kilo of body weight a day. So again, for like a 70-ish kilo woman, we're gonna be hitting somewhere between 120 to 140 grams of protein. If you can, try and also include like lots of nuts, seeds, pulses, beans, and that sort of thing in your diet because all of those sorts of foods are going to um, help uh, protect and support your gut microbiome. We know that when you're pregnant, your immune system is lowered. It has to be lowered in order for your body to be able to grow your baby. Um, But because of that, you are more susceptible to infection. And if you get like a tummy bug, you are likely to feel more ill from it, potentially if you're pregnant because your immune system is slightly lower. So anything that we can do to support your gut and the well-being of your gut is really important as well. And then also, as I say to everybody, and if you listen to my other podcast, Fuck the Fads, you will hear me say this all the time, but getting enough fruit and veg, super important. So like a fuck ton, which is the well-known universal measure, Um, But basically fill like two thirds of your plate with fruit, salad or vegetables. And all of these things really are just the basis of like a really well-balanced diet. So just to recap, try and reduce your ultra processed food intake as much as possible. You definitely don't need to eat for two, just eat your normal portions. Try and include iron rich foods where you possibly can to reduce your risk of getting anemia. Make sure that you're eating enough protein a day So if you're unsure about what that is for you, slide into the old DMs on my Instagram and I will work it out for you because it will be different, slightly different for everybody. But if you aim for around 30 grams of protein, at least per meal, and you have three to four meals a day, you'll be somewhere near where you need to be. Um, Including nuts, seeds, beans, and pulses to support your gut microbiome and filling two thirds of your plate with fruit, salad, and or veg. And one thing that we don't advise that you do in pregnancy is actually enter into like a specific targeted fat loss phase. So whether that's through like tracking calories or intermittent fasting or whatever it is that you're doing, we don't know the safety of dieting in pregnancy because we don't have the research. We don't have the studies because it just wouldn't be ethical to study pregnant women in that way. Um, There is a little bit of, sorry if you can hear my dog shaking in the background, there is a little bit of research that's been done on rodents, but it's just, it's not robust enough to be able to like translate it to the human, like pregnant population. So definitely don't be aiming for like targeted fat loss during pregnancy, but really looking at your nutrition as a whole and focusing on all of the things that I've talked about in this episode is most certainly going to stand you in good stead for your pregnancy and keep you and your baby as healthy as possible. Thank you so much for coming to listen to Body, Birth and Beyond today. I have loved recording this for you. Just to remind you that my new postnatal power, power program is going to be launching on the 4th of December. So this is for women who've had a baby within the last 12 months. It might only be the last 
three or four weeks that you've had a baby or it might be you know 10 12 months ago and that's fine but anyone who's had a baby within the last 12 months this is for you this is the um a, a bit of time and energy that you are going to be able to put into you where you are just you so that you can show up for everyone and everything else in your life with more capacity and more energy if you are not sure what it's all about go back and listen to episode three because that episode is all about the new program and if you would like to get in please click the link in the show notes to visit me on Instagram or have a look at my website and get in contact with me that way or keep listening for my Instagram handle and my website. Big love to you all. If you're interested to know more about body, birth and beyond, then come and find me on Instagram at bodybirthbeyond and slide into my DMs for a little chat or visit my website coachedbyclaire.com. Both will be linked in the show notes.